I want to talk to you about Independence Day. No, not the 4th of July. It is Independence Day, the day to celebrate the brave men and women who declared independence, knowing that it could threaten their lives. Men who put their freedom uh, first, the freedom of their children first. Let's celebrate them this year on the 4th of July. American Giant would like you to uh, know that they, they're celebrating and they have a limited edition t-shirt that says American Made. It's right across the chest. It's really good. I wore it the, a couple of days ago. American Giant founded to keep Americans working rather than allow clothing factories to close. They created a company to give people the opportunity to take pride in a hard day's work. There is something about Americans Getting together, doing something really of value, having a purpose, learning a skill and mastering it, that everything changes around all the way to the community. That's what American Giant is trying to do. Buy your American-made t-shirt at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You can get it while supplies last. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. If you use my name, you're going to get 20% off. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome. It is Friday. We're glad you're here. A lot to discuss before we head out for the weekend. We begin in 60 seconds. Uh, your mobile phone. Sorry, Stu just walked in and I was very tempted to have Hib Hibberson. Uh, join us on the phone to talk to us about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, the phone service, is one of those big, you know, one of those big things in your life. Everybody needs phone service. Um, and if you're getting it from one of the big three providers, you pay through the nose for the privilege, don't you? And to add insult to injury, a lot of these big providers donate money to leftist causes. Verizon, for example, donates to Planned Parenthood. In that special. What you need is a company that will save you money and that donates to the kinds of causes that you believe in. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider provider offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means they're on the same towers. So you're going to get the same great coverage. If you're happy with the coverage, that's what you're going to get from Patriot Mobile. 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make the switching easy, and you're going to save money. You can keep your phone, keep your number as well. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Put your money where your mouth is. This is a way, an easy way to make a difference for the cause. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call 878-PATRIOT. Well, Stu... Welcome. 
Thank glad you. to have you here. Thank you. I appreciate the welcome in hour three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I was mm-hmm. just, I'm happy to see you. Happy. I'm glad to hear happy that. Happy to see you. Yeah. You're going away to the big museum thing coming up here. <sighs> we're not going to see each other for a while. You, I know. We're not going to see each other maybe probably until August. Yeah. Hopefully like 2026, 27. Or August, you know, and I'm talking about in the afterlife okay yeah Yeah. so one august you know someday in the afterlife Mm. it will be great to see you all right we have um we have somebody on with us that uh is talking about something that is uh is happening in texas and and maybe it can happen oh i don't know elsewhere uh it is it's putting things back into alignment Uh, I want to uh, bring on Kimberly Fletcher. Uh, She is Moms for America founder and president. And Texas is passed a new law placing FCC standards on school libraries. This is something that I've talked about for a while. How come I cannot read it? Remember, there was a show you went white on me, Stu. You were like, oh, my gosh. And I don't mean white, your usual white. Mm. I mean, all the blood drained from his face because (laughs) I said, you know what? Maybe I should just read it, because if it's okay for the children, why would the FCC has, have a problem with it? Well, that's what Kimberly Fletcher and uh, Moms for America have done. Welcome, Kim. How are you? Hi, I am, I am great. I really appreciate you talking about this, because it's kind of a really big deal. <laughs> oh, it's a really big deal, and it's only aligning uh, common sense. It is only aligning and saying, look, if I can't say this on the radio— why? Why can't I say that? I can't say it because it's obscene. So why can you say that in a classroom with my kids? Well, and it's the same thing with the school boards, too. And that's, yep. so it was actually John Rich. I have to give complete credit to John Rich. Yes, the country music singer. He had reached out to me after an event last December and said, can we sit down and talk about how we can save kids together? And I said, sure. And so we, he talked about some of the things that he was pushing and promoting in Tennessee, and some won and some didn't. And one of them was the FCC standard. And when he told me this, he's like, he's like, Kimberly, it just, I observed that they have all these restrictions for children to be, uh, to have access to obscene material on the TV and on the radio, but we're shoving it in the classroom and in, our, and in the books. And he said, you know, if you can't show it on TV and you can't air it on the radio, you shouldn't have it in the classroom. I had literally about leaped off my seat. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a winning argument. How can anybody disagree mm-hmm. with this? And so I said, you know what? You didn't, weren't able to pass it in Tennessee. We'll regroup on that. But I said, Texas is in session now. They're only in session every other year, which I think every state should do, but that's another story. Right. And this is the year. It's an off year. So let's take it to Texas. And so we did. And I, I went and I met with the, the, the legislatures and I was like, okay, who has the obscenity bills? Because right now, every state across the country, all these representatives are wanting to pass parental rights, school choice, and obscenity bills. And some of them are awful and some of them are good. And so I said, let's sit down and let's look and see what we have. So Jared Patterson had had most of the obscenity bills. And I said, well, let's look and see and find the best one. And it was HB 900, which he labeled the Reader Act. And it, it fit the FCC standard the most. If you cannot have it in the class, if you can't have it on the radio or the TV, then it shouldn't be in the library, it shouldn't be in the books, and it shouldn't be in the curriculum. So it holds those curriculum developers to a standard that the state school board reviews, and it holds the classroom materials to those same standards. 
The Tennessee bill is actually my favorite that I want to be able to resurrect in Tennessee. Okay, hang on, hang on. Before you go there, before you go there, the bill in Texas has passed, correct? It has. It passed the House with 10 Democrats signing on that went through the Senate, thanks to Angela Paxton and and a couple other amazing senators, state senators there. And then the governor signed it on uh, June 12th. It is now law in the state of Texas. Fantastic. We have model legislation. It is so exciting. Yeah, fantastic. And again, you're not banning books. What you're doing is saying we have to normalize the standards, the standardization of uh, of what is a, what is appropriate in in public settings and with uh, public support. The reason why I'm held to these FCC standards is because the government laid claim to the airwaves. And so we are issued radio stations are issued a frequency and then you got to build everything to broadcast on that frequency. But the government owns all the frequencies. So that's public airspace. So public standards. That's why I'm held and I can't say things and do things on radio. Some of them make sense. Some of them don't. But it's public standards. How can the public standards be higher on radio, especially radio like this, that is geared towards adults and lower for the things that are in our curriculum for our kids. Makes no sense. No sense. Well, the, you're absolutely right. And that's the reason why it passed. And it was there was definitely some serious obstruction and pushback, but it passed because it's common sense. The bill, a, a, a equivalent bill, has already gone through both houses in Louisiana, and it's on the governor's desk pending signature. We have eight different states that we have introduced this to, including uh, Idaho, Ohio, and several others. And we are, we are actively engaged in getting this passed in all 50 states. And, and Glenn, they're making our case for us. Because we have moms who are going into these school board meetings and they're mm-hmm. reading what their children are being exposed oh, to. I know. They're telling them you can't say that. They're turning off their microphone. Some of them, they're, they're being escorted out of the school board meeting. And a couple of the moms actually got escorted out in handcuffs because they refused to stop reading what their children are being Correct. exposed to, trying to get attention. And you know what they say? It's on public TV. So you can't say that here. Mm-hmm. It's actually not on public TV. It is on Cable, public access, that's different. Cable is not regulated by the FCC. Hmm. Huh. Okay, that's really good news. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell yeah, that's why, that's why HBO can run, you know, porn at night or whatever they want to run. That's why you don't have, that's why the standards on NBC are higher on language and situations than they are on, you know, uh, USA, because it's a cable network, not a broadcast. Cable does not involve airwaves. So you can do whatever you want on cable. I love this because now we can go back with even greater. Actually, no, we can read this here. Mm -hmm. But I I am appalled at the kind of things that these children are being exposed to. And we as moms had to do something that was actually tangible. And what's so great about this passing in Texas is that we do have model legislation. It has passed and in Texas, which is a really important state. And now we can take this across the country and say it's already been passed. It's already tested, been tested and true, tried and true. 
So let's take this everywhere and give moms something where you can actually have a tangible tool to protect our kids in the classroom and in their schools. John Rich needs an award for this. I mean, this is, he's a great guy. I just love John. Just love him. Um, and he needs an award for this. This is a brilliant idea. Um, all right. So we, I want to take you to Tennessee for a second. That has not been passed, but you say this was the best one? It was the best one because it not just protected our children from the books and the curriculum, but it also protected them from digital learning, which is everything is kind of going to digital learning. And oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember, but a few years ago, they, well, it was about 10 years ago, they started the stay at school books and they, and they had this great argument. Well, they're not coming back and they're costly. That's not why they were saying don't take them home. Sure. They didn't want parents to see what they had. Well, in 2020, parents saw everything that they were being exposed to, and that was all digital learning. And a lot of this curriculum is is being pushed in that way to hide it and protect it. And they're saying that the school board members can't even see it and review it because it's trademarked and it's proprietary information. I'm like, you know what? If the school board members can't see it, parents can't see it, you shouldn't have it. Yeah, why are you you buying something that you can't look at? How is that possible? And, And the parents can't look at it. I'm paying for it with my tax dollars. What do you mean I can't see it? They should be kicked out. Your salespeople, no room for you. Sorry. Uh, there's that common sense again, and, and that's exactly what we're saying. But the, the third thing that it protects our children from is adults. If there is an adult in authority over the child, then it protects them from that, too. That's what makes the Tennessee bill so strong, because they're bringing in these consultants from outside who are a lot of times from Planned Parenthood and other organizations mm-hmm. like that, who are teaching these things to, to kids and they're confusing them. They are, in, this is a, a political indoctrination is what it, it is. is. It is. And they're confused. I, they, they don't even know their identity now. They're, they have whole entire curriculums on gender identity using the genderbred person, which has now evolved to the gender unicorn because the genderbred person was too manly. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's crazy. And anybody who sees it would say it was crazy, which is why they're working so hard to hide it from the public. So, so the Tennessee bill is great, and we're going to regroup on it. John and I both are going to fight for that one. Okay, let me know how I can help you. We have a lot of listeners in Tennessee, and I'm I'm sure our friends, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro and others will will help them out as well. Um, the um, the the difference here in Texas is it doesn't it doesn't apply to digital books. It doesn't apply to digital learning, and it doesn't apply to a, adult. Um, oversight so any adults that are so a teacher and and we're specifically we're not saying teachers because then all the teachers think oh my gosh they're coming after me no 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 we are we are saying that anyone who has an educational field industry if you will has access to children in the curriculum in the classroom in the school that they also have to follow that FCC standard because teachers are teaching this. They're not the, the bulk I know, of them, I know. but they know. are doing it and they're, and they're heralding it. And, and my daughter was telling me, mom, you don't even have to go find them. Just go to TikTok. They're, they're praising themselves. So, for but how that. do you, how did that, did you make this case in Texas? Because I don't understand. I can't have a guest on my show who reads a digital book that's pornographic. I, I can't. That would right. be a violation of the rules. The 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 classroom or the um, area in our schools has to be looked at as the airwaves. And there are 
there are no exceptions to the rule. There's nothing I can do that I can run through a processor, a microphone, a computer, anything that violates those FCC standards. I can't do it. So how could you allow a digital book or a teacher or somebody else coming in and violate those rules? I can't do that. That, that, right. that, that fouls all the common sense up and should be easy to fight. It, it is. We have, obviously, the, the ACLU is constantly attacking anything that, that anybody does that makes common sense. Um, one of the things that was considered when we were looking at the various different bills is which one is the one that has the best opportunity to pass, which is the start. Yes. And uh, there are two additional bills that would follow the FCC standard more strictly that we are reaching out. Um, we're working with um, Representative Patterson and other members of the legislature for the next session. But we're doing that in other states, too. And Idaho is just we've got some great legislative friends in Idaho right. who are so excited about this. And they love the Tennessee bill. And a lot of them do because it, it tackles that. What's great about Texas is that we already have something that has passed, which means that all the legislators in the other states can look at that and say, oh, this one passed. It, it went through all the legal, you know, checks and marks and everything to make sure that we have something. So if we have to start here, great. But then let's build from it and have two backup bills to yeah, go with it. I think that's, so that's what we're working on right now. I, I think that's excellent. Um, you need help uh, pushing back uh, teachers unions in some states like Utah. The teachers unions, they are all in the Republican Party um, because it's a red state. So you get these squishy it's like Texas. You get squishy Republicans who are in the bag for the teachers unions. Whoever is pushing back on you, please let me know. Let us help you run some interference just through informing listeners of what's happening in their states. Um, oh, and, uh, and, and whatever you need. I, you and John are on absolutely a genius track. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, that is uh, Kimberly Fletcher. She's Moms for America founder and president. I'm telling you, these moms organizations, they make all the difference in the world. Remember, Stu, it was like 2008. And somebody said, somebody called in and said, look, I can't do anything because I'm just a mom. You remember this? Yeah. And I, I just lost it. And I said, stop saying that. That is the hardest, most important job in the world, a mom, and it's going to be the mo- how do you argue with moms? You can't argue with moms. Really? You could have a bunch of dads come in and talk to teachers and teachers will say the dads don't understand and you can get away with it. Moms? No, Mm-mm. you can't. You everybody loves their mom. I mean, well, most do. some of them really hate their mothers kind of like joe biden's daughter hates him you know because of the whole shower thing in her diary but anyway that's a different story um moms make all the difference you have the power and you're seeing it what was the turning point in this what was the turning point moms going to parent teacher uh, meetings pta meetings and school boards that's what changed this join these moms groups because they are absolutely making a difference. Huge difference. 
I want to talk to you about another hero and his family. This is Detective Joseph Seals, who served with the New Jersey uh, Police Department for 13 years. He worked with the city's ceasefire unit, helping get illegal guns out of the hands of criminals. It's so sad. He was shot and killed during a confrontation with an armed gunman in 2019. It was just a few days before Christmas. He left behind his wife and five children. Now, nothing can bring a spouse or a parent back. Tragedy has already struck. But Tunnel to Towers Foundation immediately came forward and paid off the family's mortgage. Imagine being a mom of a police officer. So you got a police officer salary. You've got five mouths to feed, including your own, and your husband's gone, and the mortgage is hanging. I mean, what stress. That's what Tunnel to Towers does best. The foundation has helped hundreds of first responder families across across America, removing the burden of a mortgage. And that's not just the first responders here, but it is also the first responders on the fronts all over the world, all of our military. Join them in their mission. It only takes $11 a month. $11 a month. Donate to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two T, dot org. Ten seconds, station ID. Uh, Could you play the uh, trailer for a new podcast that is starting this Sunday? that I think you're going to like. So how did we get here? How many times in the past few years have you heard some version of this? Health experts say your time might be running out. Experts say it's happening. Well, experts, health experts say... Some experts, experts, follow the science. Follow the science. Be driven by science. Listen to the scientists. But if we now have access to so many experts and so much science, why is it that everything seems to be breaking down and basic common sense is gone? Answer, expertise killed it. This is a new podcast that will come out in different seasons, if you will. And there'll be about four to six episodes. This is a pilot. So we want to see if you like it or not before we agree to green light all of it, um, because they take uh, weeks and weeks and weeks to get one episode done uh, and do all of the research. But we're going to take you back in time in episode number one, back to where this all began. So shockingly at the beginning of the uh, 20th century and early uh, very American progressives. What changed our mind to stop believing ourselves? How, how do we put up with people saying, a parent doesn't know, I'm a teacher, I'm an expert. Excuse me? We'll show the you the Glenn roots. Program. Wherever you get your podcast, it's out on Sunday. If you haven't been keeping up with the news on inflation, you're probably sleeping better than you otherwise would, uh, but you should catch up. It is affecting you. Your dollar is getting to be worth less and less and less. I just finished uh, recording the last couple of chapters of uh, Dark Future, my book that comes out in a couple of weeks, and you will really understand uh, how precarious things are with the dollar and why it's happening um, and how fast it, everything could change on us. 
um, Goldline has been the people that I have trusted for, gosh, 20 years or so. It was right after September 11th I started buying gold. And everybody, it was like $200 an ounce, and everybody's like, that's crazy, what are you doing? Yeah, it's not, it's not $200 an ounce anymore. Uh, Goldline, call Goldline now. They have a special this week with every tube or box of 20 of the historic $5 gold Liberty or Indian coins that you purchase, you're going to receive 100 Mind Your Business silver bars and 100 copper Mayflower rounds, no extra cost. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Just use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks on Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Some, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but some good news about that Titanic uh, loss is uh, we believe now that this thing imploded as it was going down. And it's just the, the water pressure. And, you know, I don't think that this one was a little like you see it in the movies where it's like bolts start to go... And you're like, oh, my gosh, and you're panicking. I think this happened quickly. Uh, and so the, the good news, I guess, is they, they died quickly. Uh, th- th- all week I've been thinking about them, you know, trapped in air and banging on the sides every half hour. And it's like, oh, my gosh, can you imagine what it was like to be trapped in that? And if you died that way, what a horrible way. Apparently, it happened so fast that they wouldn't have even noticed. That is certainly what the people believe that are experts in this. Now, of course, you never know what exactly happened. I'm going to live in my happy place. Don't try to take me out of that. I like the happy place comparison because that would be... I mean, honestly, just looking at it going down and it working sounds like torture. Like, if everything went perfectly and you just sat in this little tiny tube and went to the bottom of the ocean, it sounds like the worst thing in the world to me. Like, I I, I don't know, maybe I'd go crazy, claustrophobic in some way, but that sounds terrible. No. And with no real way to to get out and, and, you know, in a in a a pod that has, you know, camper world uh, materials and fake video game controllers. Just, yeah, I mean, that was the I mean. You know, but the CBS guy went on it. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, now, I mean, he went on it. He went down to the Titanic. He saw it. How many runs did they have in between those two? Obviously, something was weakening. Yeah, I think it was the... Some people were saying the carbon fiber would weaken after each time they went down there. And I guess, again, not an expert here, but the... When you're building something like this, typically you use either titanium or steel, mm-hmm. and they used carbon fiber, and he talked that about- carbon it. fiber was stronger, wasn't it? He talked about how, like, oh, look, that's not how normally people do it, but we're doing something new, and we wanted to be innovative, and, you know, a lot of people are looking at the quotes from him. The most disturbing one was the one where he said, we, you don't want people, we didn't want people working on our ships that were, um, you know, 50-year-old white guys from the military. We wanted people who were inspirational. Okay, I mean, personally, I would like the people who know how to fix the ships. Uh, maybe some engineers that know what they're doing, whether they're white or black or whatever okay, color. So, so let me just say this. When we hired people, uh, when I've hired people, and it has been the secret of our success, we didn't hire the experts. 
We didn't hire anybody who was an expert in radio, anybody that was an expert in on stage, mm-hmm. anybody who was an expert in publishing, anyone who was an expert in television. And the I mean, only time we really got true at all, of course, we hired tons of experts, but we also looked at other. We wanted paths. people that think out of the box. Right. But right. But so to say with that, we had a lot of experts. We did have experts. Yeah. Okay, like Joel Cheatwood, but he was a completely different thinker. Yes. So if he was ruling out 50-year-old white men because all (laughs) 50-year-old white men, but if you have a 50-year-old white man that is thinking like Elon Musk, great, I'll have that. Sure. You don't want somebody that's always saying no because they can't think outside of a box. Totally legitimate. I yeah. mean, you know, you you talked talked me this one of the very early in our um, in our uh, working together as I was our under, relationship. Our relationship. I was going to say that's so <laughs> weird. Uh, and uh, and you know, you talked about breaking the rules on radio. Yeah. And one of the first things you told me was, it's great to break the rules, but you need to know what the rules are before you break them. Correct. And you need to know why they're there before Correct. you break them. Um, and look, that's, and that is the difference I think between a 50 year old and 20 year old, they have not only, Mm -hmm. they not only know if they've done their work and they're good, they know why all of the rules are in place, but they've seen deviations from it. Mm -hmm. And so they can testify that one is really important. You know what I mean? Um, but I, y- you do if, and if they're hiring people who are just rule breakers, you know, and, and don't know exactly, I mean, if you put carbon fiber on it and it's like, yeah, no, it's stronger. You might want to have somebody that is also maybe a little older or has dealings with steel and why it's used and not carbon fiber. Then why isn't the. Why isn't the U.S. Navy using fiber, carbon fire, right. fiber? He specifically said he didn't want he didn't want people to show up and see a bunch of fifty year old white uh, former military people um, who were working on yeah, the that's subs. A problem. I mean, I, I I think there's a good chance too. We I should note that he, he, you know he says these things because that's the type of thing you want to hear from some adventurous innovative sure. guy he may have well very very much had experts there as well i'm not saying he ditched all expertise to build these subs but i will also say that like you know when you were talking about this stuff and, and you took a lot of chances in this business <laughs> lots of chances in this business many of which completely ill-advised no um but if it went wrong we weren't at the bottom of the ocean trapped in a pod oh no but we just we lost our jobs maybe the career the the, the company fell apart like you want to have people who can at least point out to you here's the problem with that and then you could say to them i understand the problem and screw off that's okay and And that's what these people that's why that's what they did that's absolutely what they did I, I, it bothers me that the United States government is now saying, should we have more federal regulation? <laughs> more on- submarine laws? No, I don't no, think we need no. more submarine laws. <laughs> right. you, that stops innovation. That just stops it. These guys all signed documents that said, you know, this, 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 and this are happening. I, I, bought, I bought, what, six months ago, uh, the Dodge Demon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I told you this, not before it was in a sales gig, not before I put the money down after 
I put the money down. They said, okay, you have to sign this release. And it was like three pages of, we don't recommend you driving this on the street. We don't recommend the <laughs> tires. We don't recommend that you use the yeah. drag racing. This is unfit for driving outside of these. I mean, it was, and I had to initial each paragraph, okay? Dodge Corporation America, not responsible for the loss of your life. I mean, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now, I look at that and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm never going to drive it to where I need the parachute. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to, I get it. I get it. These guys would be the ones that would buy that and go, oh, well, I want to use the parachute. Well, if you want to use the parachute and you're not endangering other people who aren't also very well informed, sign that same thing. Hey, good chance you die if you do this. What is the problem? You, don't, you can't conquer Everest under these conditions. If the, the government's going to come in and go crazy with all sorts of restrictions, no one ever does this stuff. Do you think that we would have... Do you think if, if we would have had this on the space program and all of the people that died trying to get to space, do you think we would have had the balls to build that Hollywood set that looked like the moon? To stage that whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, where is he going with this? <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, that spirit is the American spirit, right? These people, none of them would trade the this wonderful vision of the American spirit today for their lives, I'm sure. But before they went down there, if you interviewed them, and many of them had been interviewed on this, they all knew they were taking incredible risk, and they knew this was possible. So what and, is, and there are people like that. You know, there's two stories that come to mind. One, the spirit of St. Louis. Th- that was not a government thing. See, NASA, that is government. When you have a private person and they're like, hey, I'm going to take an airplane up, and I'm going to fill it, except for my seat, with gasoline, and I'm going to fly across the ocean in a kind of plane. You're on your own, buddy. Yeah. You know, and fine, fine. I I salute you. Um, Amelia Earhart, she's remarkable. This woman was remarkable. She was crazy, but she was remarkable. She'd sometime get in her plane. Where are you going? I don't know. I'll find out when I run out of fuel. And she would land in the middle of nowhere and then walk and find somebody with a truck that could go get gasoline for her. So she could go some more. She was a dangerous, doing dangerous things as a private citizen. Should we have a an uh, a regulation against Amelia Earhart's? No, no. We mu- in fact, I would say the opposite. We, we must, must protect it. We must protect that spirit for people to be able to do those things. I do think there's a conversation to be had that if you are doing these things and it goes wrong, whether the government should be stepping in with multi-million dollar rescue operations every time. Now, no, I, I think that should be added to the I'm on my own list. You know, when you're right. and the United States Navy is not going to put its services out. Uh, and I hate that because I, you know, of course, 
I was rooting the entire time for these people to be found. But yeah. it's like, at the other hand, if you're going to be take those risks, you have to understand there has to be there has to be some, some reason. And it's not that we don't go look for you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's, there's got to be some cap or yeah, something. There's some fund you're contributing to that if yeah. this stuff happens. Right. You know, I, I don't know. It's because it does seem co- co- to be ridiculous that tr- that risks like this can cost all of us. Money. It's got to be it's got to be something like, you know, people who have those yachts and they always they're never flying. I mean, the big super yachts that some Americans would have, they're never flying an American flag. Why? Because you have to pay tax on it. So they flag it with some, you know, Virgin Islands or, right. you know, whatever flag. Well, I just got to tell you, if your ship is sinking, I will be there to help you. I, I think the Navy and Coast Guard should go to yeah. help you even if you're flagged differently because you're a human being. If you've been boarded by pirates and require naval service, call the Virgin Islands. That's why you're paying a little bit of tax to them and not an enormous amount of tax to the United States. Uh, All right, good ranchers. I feel bad for making even think about this, but there's... There's no matter how the rough times are are in your life right now. Imagine what it will be like if you would ever turn into stew. Okay? It'd be a horror show. The man doesn't eat meat. Good God. Can you imagine living like that? (laughs) Anyway, you know, he's not eating meat, and I'm wolfing down delicious burgers, steaks, chicken from good ranchers. Stu is basically eating grass in the shape of those things. Uh, but I got to ask, <laughs> at least he's, uh, it's American grass, is it not? Oh, of course. Darn Good right American it is. grass. The beef that you buy in your grocery store, even if it had the little flag on it, 85% of grass-fed beef is imported for over, from overseas. It's not um, from America, unless it's Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code Beck at $30 off any box. With Good Ranchers, you feel good about the 100% American locally sourced meat you're putting on the grill in your plate. They also are donating uh, 10 meals for every box ordered, 10 meals to Americans in need. Already, that's over a million meals. So you can do good while eating really, really well. And uh, you're doing the right thing for our ranchers as well. Oh, and you're saving money. Because they'll lock in the price. Try to do that at your grocery store. Use my code BECK and you'll get $30 off at GoodRanchers.com. Really good meat. GoodRanchers.com. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, there are services for people that could afford a $250,000 ride on a, a Titanic boat um, that that, for instance, if you're going into someplace very, very dangerous and you're very, very wealthy, you can uh, not rely on the United States and everything else to get you out. You can hire companies that are, you know, kind of like, is it Blackwater? I'm trying to remember a Black Rock and Blackstone. <laughs> Anyway, the, you remember the ones that go in and do military things. They will, uh, you'll have a tracker on you. And if something goes wrong, you push a button and 
they will dispatch uh, medical uh, helicopters or, or rescue helicopters, but you're paying a lot in insurance to go. Well, if you're paying, you know, $250,000 for a trip to see the Titanic, you're probably able to pay for that. And that's how the free market comes in and, and not the federal government. Federal government, you know, and, and Stu just said to me, you know, Glenn, well, then they'll start saying that we can't do a lot of things. Well, good. Like, I don't know why the federal government issues insurance on coastlines in hurricane zones. I'm, I'm sorry. It, I mean, if you're living inland like Houston, it goes way inland. But if you're on the beach in a hurricane zone, dude, you know, did you not see all the hurricane evacuation route signs on the way to your house? You know, you know, and, and the government subsidizes those rates. So correct. They, they and it, it shouldn't. And, right. it, and it shouldn't stop you. It shouldn't say it's too dangerous. You can't live here. I, I want to. And I'll take the risk. You don't have to save me. You don't have to rebuild my house. I will take care of myself. That's the way it should be. There was a guy who lived on Mount St. Helens when I was growing up. And he was like right on the side where it just blew out. Every day, some public official was up there interviewing him saying, you've got to leave. You've got to No, Mount St. Helens. I, I was born here and I don't mind dying here. And, but, you know, this is my home and and this mountain will take care of me. Well, it did take care of him. It blew him to bits. But that's fine. That's his choice. And it's interesting to me. Today, I bet you they would have taken that guy away for his own good. What, that wasn't even a consideration in the America mm-hmm. that I grew up in. Well, that's what he wants to do. It's his choice. I aren't rescuing you. You know, good luck with that. All right. Next week, I will see you from St. George. For the Blueprints of Liberty as we build Independence Day. The Glenn Beck Program.